When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. My Talkers, 4 o'clock on this hump, hump, hump day. We are hanging out with Lori and Julia, and we have a little something fun planned for you guys, right? A little. A little something. You as my lover. I never did. Three, Finish a line to win a pair of Janet Jackson tickets to see her live. It's at Excel Energy Center, right, guys? May 30th. May 30th. Ludacris is opening. Tickets Luda. go on sale Friday morning at 10, at, yeah, 11 a.m. That's 11 a.m. Awesome. So let's get callers. What would you say? Four, five, six? Three, four, five, six. Three, four, five, six. Mm-hmm. All right. Three, four, five, six. You guys talk amongst yourselves and I'll okay. get that ready. Okay. All right. I have to. T- I have a yeah. correction to make. Oh, please. Okay. So yesterday when we were talking about um, how much we love Emily in Paris and somebody emailed us. About this, Made in Italy. It, that was the wrong thing. Okay. So I sent, so I Googled Italian shows like Emily in Paris and uh-huh. Made in Italy came up. I, but I sent back to the listener, I said, what is the name of the damn show? Because yeah. she didn't tell me in her text. So she sends it back today, mm-hmm. 24 hours later, and it is called I Hate Christmas. Oh. And it, But it's a series. It's a okay. series. And it, the, the premise... Terrible title. Terrible. But here's the premise. Um, a, a woman lies to her family that she has a boyfriend. She's a nurse. And she has uh, 24 days to find a guy to bring home. And it's an Italian... Um, show and the star is Pilar Fogaletti, oh, and that. she just said it's fun. Okay, so I mean, if you want to well, fun, listen, we are just in love with the, our three Italian uh, women who were acting on the White Lotus, right? You and know, the, yes, we love these. I love act. I love that Italian accented English. It's yes, just so lovely. And I'm sure, this is just dubbed. In right, in well, part of it is in, in Milan um, or where Italy, and I don't know where. Okay. The Milano was the one I found that oh, I made God, up I was the right one yesterday. So it was so far off. Really and part was. of it's in Chicago, kind of like Emily Paris part was in Chicago and part was in Paris. Right. But so I wonder why they named it such a just I hate Christmas. The premise. She's she wants just, to find someone to bring home to the holidays because who would be more nosy than an Italian family in Italy? Why? What's what, wrong with you? Why don't you have a man? Your yeah. husband. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Okay. okay, Grant, do we have our he's, list? He's, he's still doing it. Julia, it takes a lot to line up four people. Oh my gosh. And then did you see our Emily in Paris gang on uh, GMA this morning? Yes. Phil- Philippine, Leroy Bellu, um, the other guy, Bruno. Bruno. I love that show. And then uh, the other guy, Didier, who was on White Lotus and on Emily in Paris. The, with the gray-haired guy yeah. with the wild hair. Oh, yeah, wild. Uh, 
I, I feel like I to them talk all morning in their French accent Lori, and English. I feel like we know him too from Call My Agent. Yes, he was in Call yes. My Agent also, with, which is a great show. With people. his co-star from Emily in Paris. Yeah, yeah. Love right, that we show. have our people. We do. So okay. we took callers three, four, and five, but I grabbed six just in case okay. because we might need it, but we haven't yet this this so far. It's been a pretty uh, one-two shot. But number our caller number three was Sue. Caller number four was Mary. Caller number five was Sonia. And caller number six was Michelle. So All we're right. going to start with Sue. Hi, Sue. Hi, Sue. Are you ready to win? I hope so. <laughs> are you a big Janet fan? I do like her so much. Oh, fun. All right. So you know what you have to do? You have to finish the line once the music stops, right? Okay. All right. Here we go. All right. I'm not the kind of girl that likes to be alone. I agree. Oh, my gosh. Look at Oh, I'm so excited. I would have never got that. Nice job, No kidding. Because I always think the person who calls in second might have time to Google that lyric. Sure. If they're... What? That's true. They can. They could, and you knew it. You just kept singing along, and that's uh, we're very I'm impressed. impressed us, very Sue. impressed. That's what I'll be doing there too. Who yeah. are you going to bring, Sue? Oh, probably maybe my daughter. Oh, oh, nice, nice. Have you ever seen her? I have not. That's why I really want to go. So awesome! I'm really excited. Yeah, she hasn't played that no, often. I, know. I mean, 2015. No, I know. She she really wow. hasn't. So this is going to be a big treat. Tuesday, May 30th. Mary, Sonia, Michelle, we're sorry. Try tomorrow. We've got got tickets to give away tomorrow and Friday. Yes, we do. And then they're for sale Friday morning at the Excel for this Mm -hmm. show. Thanks, Graham, for doing that. Yeah. Um, Sue, stay on hold. I'm going to get your information. I will. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not the kind of girl who likes to be alone. I would never have gotten that. Escapade. Mm -hmm. Is that that song? No, let's miss you much. Graham printed us the lyrics, yeah. and I'm like, because um, yesterday, the last two days, we had no clue. I would have had no clue. No, These we are hard. know the chorus. We yeah. don't know the next line <clears throat> before the chorus. This is where Rocco can stump us every time. We think we know. We usually sing it wrong. You start saying a bunch of words and, and I, get everybody. You start ADD, yelling at me. And I tell you to stop blurting. It's very difficult to do. <laughs> Unless you're just going to do the chorus. That's the only thing I ever really feel confident on. And not even all the time. not all the time there. Not even all the time. Oh, gosh. still, it's really pathetic. I guess I go to concerts and I pretend sing. Oh, I'd never care if I know the words or not. Yeah. Mm -mm. I still, I listen to the exact same Barbra Streisand songs pretty much every other day and still I'm off on the lyrics. No, that was a concert. I will say that you weren't oh. Chatty Cathy. No, I wasn't. You would have yelled at anyone who was Chatty oh, Cathy. No, those were $700 piece tickets, if you remember. Is that how much uh-huh. they were? Yeah. And um, we was. took mom. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. and you something. got to go as a guest. I did. Yeah, a PBS. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was a fun one. All right. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a break. And when okay. we come back for random, I've got a follow up to a story yesterday, and we'll be right back. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right. So I just want you to. All right. Two things. Happy birthday to Caribou. They're celebrating their 30th birthday. And um, we just tried out the birthday cake latte. Yummy, yummy. Pretty damn good. Grant. And Grant, you don't really like. I don't like those kind of drinks. Lori and I both like. Delicious. Sweet. 
It yeah, was beautiful. All it's missing is like some rum or vodka. <laughs> yeah, or or spike. Vodka and coffee, gross. Oh, mm. delish. Gross. Mm-hmm. All oh, right. Joey, haven't tried it yet. You haven't had a hot toddy the way I make them. <laughs> I haven't, but the birthday, stick. Yeah. the birthday cake latte works. So, And happy it's birthday, good. Caribou. They've yes. been around since 1992. Really? Somebody who's really? older than us. Somebody, right. <laughs> That's right. Okay, so I... um. I have two different stories, and I'm going to get to the Nutcracker one second. The first one is about the the leg lamp in the movie The Christmas Story, which is probably one of the most popular props in pop culture from My a movie or TV. My grandfather had <laughs> one on his bar before this movie ever came out that he got. It was a Lancer Liquor. Do you remember Lancer? Can it kind of claim? I do. Claim, I do. It was a Lancer liquor promotion, and he worked at a liquor store. So he brought home all this. We, he had a ham site. He had sure, all, remember this, all the trinkets Spud and McKenzie. trash. Yeah, yeah. And my sister and I, our favorite thing to do was to play bartender. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love because he had a bar and he had a checkerboard floor and he had that leg lamp. And oh, yeah. we just well, thought it was the most amazing lamp we'd ever seen. And, and it could have been. Well, so here's kind of the story about it. So the guy, um, the radio personality, Gene Shepard, who wrote the story, The Christmas Story, mm-hmm. um, Used to be a radio personality and wrote some short stories and, and narrates a Christmas story. Yes, that's Gene Shepard. Yes, and he described um, the lamp. It was his father's obsession in 1966 mm-hmm. with a story that he wrote, "My Old Man and the Lavicious Le- Le- Lascivious Special Award," that heralded the birth of pop art. Yeah, and then he went on. But how it happened is Shepard gave the orange pop and soda drink called Knee High, and it's N-E-H-I, uh-huh. and we have posted this on the Lori and Julia show page for giving him the inspiration for the leg lamp that they used in A Christmas Story. His dad was obsessed with the advertising, which is like of a woman in a little short heel mm-hmm. and pantyhose and a skirt right above her knee, t- standing on her tiptoes next to a bottle of pop. Yeah. And it was a huge billboard in Indiana. Yeah, And his dad was just obsessed right. with it. So he, um, when it came time to, to do the movie The Christmas Story, the property manager... Found one of these? Ruben Freed was charged with coming up with a leg lamp. So and they were for real, because I saw one. These weren't yet. No, the, I, right, no, different ones. Yeah, they were real. In A Christmas Story, they weren't. They created this. Yeah, but for in this the real movie. world, it, it existed, because I saw one in my grandfather's you bar. You would have. Um, but he said, Ruben drew a sketch, Had showed it to Gene, oh and he based, Gene immediately you know, said yes, but um, Ruben based it on something he'd seen in his mother's front room, which is sort of a gold-colored silk lampshade with the pleated with the fringe yeah. on it. Mm-hmm. And so I thought of it immediately and never thought of anything else, just a classic big, ugly shape. Yeah, just one leg. And mm-hmm. it, my, I, it, I can remember, I'm so mad I didn't take it. Well, think of everything you didn't take. That no, would be no, but that one because that one, yep. because I was like, we really were just thought that my grandfather and at the other end of the bar. So one was the leg lamp, and at the other end, a damn nickel slot machine. I love and that. the hams. Love and we love could it. spend hours. 
playing pretend at the bar. I love that. <laughs> I love yeah. that. So for the movie, they made three of these lamps. leg lamps. And um, they they're, none of them exist anymore. They all were broken during filming. Um, and it became an instant classic prop for the show. And when the lamp arrived at Ralphie's house in the movie, it was in a crate. Yeah. Labeled what, Grant? Fragile. Fragile. And it said, and it said his and up instead of this and up. Oh, yeah. And why it said his and up was because the, the box would not fit through the door frame that they used in the house in the movie. So they had to cut off an end of it. And so it just said his end up. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't meant oh, to be. That wasn't cool. meant to be at all. A little Easter egg in the movie uh, there. I like that. Uh-huh. They've made um, the Christmas lamp was a hot commodity. In 2012, it was the most purchased Christmas ornament ever. And it was on Amazon. I bought my kids because every year I buy them ornaments. They have one of these. Mm-hmm. And um, he said every Christmas story leg lamp purchased by Amazon customers in the year 2012 would if you stacked them on top of each other would reach the top of Mount Everest. Yeah, that's it, how many they sold. Yeah, wow. It was the fragile, like Grant just said. But it was a little one. It was a miniature, like a bedside table lamp. It wasn't like gigantic. Yours, your grandpa's? no. My grandpa father's was like maybe this tall, like however mm-hmm. tall this is, like two feet. Okay, you know, but like the ones that the Amazon sold, they were like bedroom. They were the smaller, like a reading lamp. That Amazon sold only because I remember my mom bought some of these for people. Right, right. And the Christmas ornaments obviously were much yes, later. Yes, of course. They have in um, Chickasa, Oklahoma, the giant lady leg lamp mm-hmm. exists. And we talked to Ira, you talked about that earlier. But anyway, it's in the new Christmas story, the Christmas story. Christmas. What, Christmas? Christmas story, yeah. Christmas, yeah. Ralphie attempts to make Christmas magic and he plays homage to his the father lamp. but they don't have any of these lamps don't exist anymore from the movie hold on ah fragile it must be italian <laughs> so funny his end up yeah so i thought i just I love the his end up it does say it i just watched the yes scene. it does Big letters his end up yep his end up <laughs> and the the soda company was a play on the word knee and it was spelled instead of k-n-e-e yeah, it's spelled n-e-h-i yeah and a knee high any high. Mm-hmm. Not it. as good as Fanta, though. Oh, you oh. love the Fanta. I'm a Fanta. Do you want like an fan. orange Fanta? Orange oh. Fanta. And a Butterfinger? The best. Mm-hmm. You guys. All right. So the other thing we talked about yesterday was that the younger people didn't know that a nutcracker's mouth <laughs> used to be used to crack nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know that that's that surprising. I think you might have told a lot of adults, too, yesterday that are old enough that they didn't know it either because no one has ever literally... <laughs> seen anyone use an actual nutcracker statue to break open a nut. Well, let me tell you about <laughs> Betty Mann from Laverne, Minnesota. Dish. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasts platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Do you know? She, belang- she began collecting things in 1940 when she was 10 years old and she started out, she had 10,000 little shoes. Did she write to us? No, I just did a little nutcracker oh. follow-up, Lori. Okay. And but so but right I know. Now. Well, she decided that um, she wanted to collect nutcrackers. Um, she just started collecting them, and she has Laverne is known now for their Nutcracker Museum. Wow! If you're ever in Laverne, I love um, one day she heard someone say, "I've never seen one in a museum." She had twenty five hundred at the time, and. Um, she just said, I'm going to get them. I'm going to get people to come to our museum here. And um, there's a big billboard that says, go to the Laverne Nutcracker Museum. And they say it's jaw-dropping. <laughs> you know how the jaw drops from the Nutcracker. But she just said her goal was to get more Nutcrackers than the population of Laverne. Which and is what, like 360? 4,946. It has surpassed, but there is a big thing there. And um, the first Nutcrackers were characters of soldiers and kings, men of authority. Awesome. Anyway, she has an Elvis one, Laurie, amongst many others. Nothing is repeated. there's an Elvis mm-hmm. Nutcracker. There's an Elvis everything. I, and there is. Yeah, there is, for sure. Mm-hmm. Even a dog named Elvis, and I think Grant has it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Grant. True or false? Liza Minnelli has never made a Christmas album. Oh. True. That's right. She never has. I would have had it. You My mom. My mom would have had it. <clears throat> Colonel Sanders has made a Christmas album. I saw that. <laughs> I saw it. Then Snoop has one. Well, that doesn't surprise me at no. all. Of course mm-hmm. he does. Um, I don't know if you saw uh, any of the late night shows last night, but Lizzo um, did uh, an appearance with Seth Meyers. She did the bit that he does like maybe every couple of months, day drinking. Yes. With Seth. Was it good? It I was, feel like sometimes it goes too long. No, it okay. was. It was. Okay. Well, first of all, funny. Lizzo is just herself. Yes, yeah, she is. She was just absolutely delightful. And um, there was a uh, a crew member who honestly, seriously, I thought it was Paul Barad, but he had masks on because People are masking up again. Yeah, like they the are. hospitals are like, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's whoa, hello, because yeah. people maybe didn't get whatever flu shots or COVID boosters. But anyway, so the crew was all masked up around, and Lizzo and Seth weren't. They probably okay. tested. And she's like, Paul Rudd, Paul Rudd, I love you, Paul Rudd. And they were like letting her go believe that it. it was oh i love that and he just turned out to look like paul rudd in a mask but when he put his it, it didn't <laughs> look like him but, i mean i was like Geez, that's kind of a funny bit you know to yeah, get paul rudd yeah. to come in so we posted that if you didn't get a chance to see um seth meyers last night it's it's pretty pretty good and it yep. didn't go on too long because one cute. of them i watched of it and it just went on and i'm like i am so Lizzo, bored. that one could go on all day sure i get it she, i think it depends on who it is she was funny and she he had like a, a game with her as they were playing what a, were we wearing this to sure and some stuff she just like knew right away and other stuff she's like really i did that and that it was <laughs> it was really really cute and then um you know, share, share, let us know what's going on. You know, Twitter is her form. 
Yeah. She really only goes to Instagram to promote her fragrances and stuff like that. I is like her that. fragrance any good, do you think? Have I, you I've ever never, smelled it? I'm sure. It's from Cher. Of course it's going to be good. Um, <laughs> but I, the thing I think that people really love about Cher is that Cher runs her Twitter account. She doesn't even have any. She does it. They're from. It's from her mouth to you know. You. Yeah, she's yeah, authentically yeah. her. Yep. So, uh, you know, when Saturday she just tweeted, "Mom's gone" with a sad emoji mm-hmm. face, and so, um, and then um, I think on Monday night she said, "My mom would have been thrilled to know how many people because people were sharing with share on Twitter." Clips of her mom and as extras on I Love Lucy, clips of Cher and her mom on Kelly Clarkson when her honky tonk album, clips and stills of her. You know, they just, just how many people shared your mom made an impact on my life. Yes. Yeah. And she said my mom would have been thrilled. And, you know, so she wrote a little something. And then um, uh, last night she she wrote um, the truth. She's been sick and rallying. She then got bad. She was in so much pain. Finally, she coded on the way to the hospital. By the time we got to hospital, the woman who's my kick-ass mom was no longer here. Mm. Oh. So, you know, and she was 96, and um, she'd had several illnesses over the last months. But in September, she got pneumonia. And yep. at the age of 96, you That's- know, getting pneumonia is bad news yep. and all of that. And... Anyway, so there's some cute photos, but I just love that she's like, she's just sharing everything about it. And that's like a story that anyone can relate to with a mm-hmm. parent, you know, like that this is going on. Cause she'd let us know, like in October, that she hadn't been talking to us very much because her mom had been sick and she'd been um going out of the hospital and going back in and she just wasn't up to talking to us but her mom was getting better so she always i always liked that about her i love that authenticity of herself Mm -hmm. legend beyond Mm -hmm. beyond so and you don't want to see your mom be in pain and all of that oh my gosh no geez her mom was just a beautiful woman See where Cher got yes, her you looks. Totally. Even though Cher, I know she's done her plastic surgery and everything, but the nose, the cheekbones, the height. She's beautiful. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. I couldn't bring this up yesterday because it was a sad day for K-pop yesterday. And I don't know if you two I saw it. the picture and I was surprised you didn't no, bring it up. Yeah. Shocked, I, as a matter of fact. I couldn't. I didn't want to talk about it yesterday. I didn't want to really acknowledge. So what happens? I mean... What happens is that in in South Korea, uh-huh. and this is all thought about when people are going on a K-pop music star uh, thing, it is mandatory that you serve two years in the military by the age of 28. Justin Bieber and Harry Styles are 28. If these two had to re- had to report to boot camp, get about, I mean, people are, it would, it's devastating. The last time we had anyone that did this was Elvis. <laughs> okay, where he had to report to do, he yeah. got drafted, yep. not, uh, whatever. I I can't remember if he got drafted or 
I think he was drafted. Drafted. Yeah, so, he was drafted. Anyway, so Jin. Oh, no. Didn't they send him to the army to clean him up? Wasn't that part of Colonel Tom well, Parker's Well, if we can thing? believe the movie. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. My mom yeah. said that's a fudge. And okay. That, I recall that my mom said there were liberties taken I just with put that. was Elvis in Google, and the first thing that comes up is drafted. Drafted. Yeah. Yeah. That, so I'll find out for you. So Jin had to show up. He's 28 years old, the same age as Harry said, and they gave him a buzz cut. And the BTS band was there. It's the last time the BTS boy group will be photographed together for two years. Mm -hmm. So, like, people were just, you know, losing their minds about that. Did you cry last night? Well, I didn't cry last night, Mm -hmm. Julia. But, I mean, it is like, I love his song, Astronaut. And, you know, he did the solo. (laughs) He's done some (laughs) solo stuff. Oh, my gosh, Lori. Anyway, it's just a big darn deal. I know. I mean, oh, my gosh. Can you imagine her at a BTS concert? (laughs) But but he he reported to duty with his six bandmates. Which I loved, and other friends who came, and of course all the fans. But it, military service is a major consideration for Korean male stars, where their career management is concerned. In fact, if somebody breaks at twenty-five or twenty-six, they might have a hard time getting anyone to manage them because they have to report to duty in two years. Right. And so what's so their careers are differently paced. Um, because they know they're going to have to take an obligatory two-year pause. Hmm. I know, it's just kind of wild to think mm-hmm. about, you yeah. know. And he got the buzz, and, you know, he's so cute and everything, and dreamy. But it's the last time we're going to see those boys together for two whole years. Yeah. We're going to cry tonight, I know. Okay, are you, and we're going to lose sleep. Like, we're going to lose sleep. Okay, oh, Not no. just cry, lose sleep. Okay. Okay, Elvis was drafted, apparently, by the way. Yeah. Yes. And 1957, yes. and then yeah. after the finishing Korean War. Yep, and then after finishing King Carol or King Carol, the his movie King, King Creole. Creole. King yeah, Creole. he went in uh, in March of March 24th of 1958. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. So he's like the last one that we've seen. Yeah. You know, and um, and then my other little music news, oh, music what? adjacent, because Austin Butler. Okay. We have our first. Honest to be. We have our first <laughs> promo, be. Julia, of SNL for this weekend, and you know Lizzo is going to be. On I that. know, right? She's right? the musical guest. That's why she's been able to, you know, do these things. And Austin Butler, we have um, Grant. Maybe tomorrow, look for an SNL. What promo? a little teaser yeah. is. Oh, that's he is dreamy. I'm going to be honest. He's dreamy. <laughs> and he got nominated today He's for dreamy. a Critics' Choice Award for Elvis. Oh, he did. Grant's mm-hmm. going to bring oh, us all the Critics' Choice yeah. nominations. Oh, good. They came that's out the, today. That's a substantial nomination. He is on the Oscar march, and this weekend is his glow rollout for Oscar campaign. His glow we, up. We have not seen. He, right? He's kind of taken a pause since September. He hasn't worn out any is kind of a Is he still with Kaya Gerber? Don't know. They haven't even been seen together. Oh, interesting. Because I know the other Gerber broke Pre- up with his girlfriend yesterday. Presley? The other Kai, yeah, Presley. Yeah. With his model girlfriend. Yeah. Here, I'm just. Beautiful children, huh? The Gerber kids. Yeah. Cindy Crawford and Randy Gerber. Everybody's finding out the hard way that finger tattoos always end up looking like prison tats. Okay, wait. <laughs> okay. Okay, where. Wh- I'm just thinking. What do you mean? Like. They fade. They fade. They fade. Like Ariana Grande has found this out. Everybody, you know. What I'm, do you mean? Just Presley, right? Your hands 
You're always exposed to the sun. You're always You're rubbing on things. Water. You're always so everything cutting, you know. eventually blurs and becomes what I call a prison tattoo, Julia. And people are mm-hmm. finding out the hard way, and maybe they should think of some of the other canvas on their skin as being more, you know, maybe better that suited. Is, you're so funny. No, I'm just saying, you know. I, I hate when things go awry, and I think a beautiful tattoo that turns into a prison tattoo is a tattoo that's gone awry. <laughs> oh gosh, honest Pete. So so Presley Gerber, he's got like oh I haven't I know that he has a hands and he's doing neck. the face and the neck yeah yeah, and yeah 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 anyway I mean just Austin Butler just I think is gonna be a snack and a half that we're all gonna really enjoy this uh, this weekend and I can't wait. I really want him to come out like in sort of a, if we're marching on the, if the we're managing the PR thing, I would definitely have him come out in a very kind of a sleek shark skin type of material, 60s single button suit with a, with a shirt unbuttoned down to mid, like low, like Elvis would wear it. And then a fitted pants with oh, a yeah. little bit of a flare and then, Perfect. you know, the half boot. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. He looks so good. Channel modern Elvis as him. Yes, he should. Yes, he should. I agree. Yeah, and then he make fun of himself about playing Elvis in his monologue. Yes, the accent, the you know, all of that, and then oh, please let us have some kind of a lounge (sighs) um, skit. It's going to be good. It's going to be. You know, what are you doing Saturday night? Oh, I'm staying in. You don't have to stay in you anymore. Stay in anymore. Yeah, I just have it on the the old DVR. Yeah, we got a big night Saturday night too. Well, yes, right. we do. It's, it's our, our party. party. It's our party. Three years. It's been a while. It's gonna be fun. Are we gambling this year? Have I even... have no idea. No one yeah. knows because no we don't have paper invitations anymore. That's something that changed in the pandemic. Yeah. What about the printers? <laughs> Printing companies oh, God, are. Mary, I love you. <laughs> I love you. I who is this woman? But I know. You're Lori. We're gonna take a quick break and when we come back, let's Hollywood speak. Okay. So okay. if I say Shanna Mochler, do you know who that of is? Of course. Travis okay. Barker's ex wife. Yes. Okay. So she uh posted a photo of herself, um, you know, looking pretty in some lingerie, saying something like twenty pounds down. You know, 10 more to go. You know, it was like a, just a rah-rah. Yeah, yeah. She looked really cute I in love it. it. Yep, yep. And then uh, someone commented, girl, Chloe got the same face. Okay. Oh, oh no. no. So Shanna fired back. I think her surgery came out beautiful. Oh, Wait a second. Under the bus. Wait a second. Oh, okay. That's really funny. I know, Shanna. Uh, that to pull on up to her shady palm tree. <laughs> um, and uh, so you know, I have nothing. This is a good clap back. I would say a hundred percent. I love it. Yeah, it's a compliment disguised as uh, a diss. Really, the best kind of shade. You're very good at these. Thank you. I what, Lori excels in these compliments, I do. which we just always we. We approve. Yeah. Because you're good at them. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I had one today with somebody who I said it was ginger adjacent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do. Yeah. That was hysterical. Yeah, that was I know. Uh-huh. That was, that was, uh-huh. I'm sorry, that was funny. Like, yeah, the confusion <laughs> on uh, this person's face. But I will say <laughs> to the social commenter who said to Shana, Shana Mokler, you kind of like, you girl, you got Chloe's face. 
that 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 it media does. lady isn't it, wrong. She's not wrong. Well, here's the deal because yesterday you were showing me a picture of Kathy Hilton and Paris Hilton mm-hmm. that had been photoshopped to death. Mm-hmm. But literally, Paris Hilton does look like Kim Kardashian. But I think over the bigger spectrum, there, is there a Kardashian face filter that there we're missing? is? There is a is look. There a, is there a filter that the iPhone there is has a that look. we're not aware? Of? There is a look There's that a look. everybody with all the multiple injectables and plastic surgery they all look alike. Yeah, there is a look. But a I mean, the pho- there's this photoshopping. Yeah, I there mean, must wow. be. Is there a Photoshop app? I, I That's don't a question know. for Quinn. Yeah, I have no idea. And then Shanna said back um, to the lady who said, literally, I thought this was Khloe Kardashian. And then uh, Shanna says, Chloe doesn't even look like Chloe. What are you smoking, people? <laughs> okay, that's funny. Although I did see a picture of Chloe the other day without a lot of makeup. She looked like Chloe. She did look like her old self, sort of. I mean, it's amazing what her old self, sort of. This is not a ringing endorsement is, of anything. This is how I, I can't say Closet. anything really bad, but yeah. I'm going to yeah. say. Well, let the she, comment section say everything bad for us. Thank you. I just can't. <laughs> right. Because she kind of looks like herself. But I do agree that there is a definite look that everybody who ha- they go to the same doctor. I feel like there's three of them and they all went to the same training place in L.A. Okay, I want you to Kim try. Kardashian. Right, I want you to try in Hollywood speak. Okay, best. I'm going to try. Don't call her a side chick. Diddy defends his girlfriend's honor after having a baby with another woman. Wait a minute. What? Okay, wait, wait a minute. Wait. Is this woman, don't call, but who is well, this we woman? we just found out this weekend. Yeah. That Diddy had, had another baby. He had a child. But we didn't yep. know if it was his child at first or his grandchild, but now yeah. we know it's his child. It's a, it's a daughter with a woman who is not his girlfriend. Oh. Okay. Okay, and I mean, he people were like going, oh, wow, because then he was spotted out with like this 24-year-old after this other one. So he just got on Twitter to defend his girlfriend's honor about, well, this woman who just had my baby is not is not technically my girlfriend. He got okay, mad. I'm Someone so said confused. he had a harem of side chicks. Did it he? It sounds like he does. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I like, <laughs> um, it totally sounds like he does. So With I don't know how kids to, and a girlfriend and everything. I'm, I don't know how people manage it. And how do they? Do, I, I will go back to the Nick Cannon effect. I I read a headline a couple weeks ago Mm -hmm. about how Mariah Carey just wishes, you know, every time he has a child with a different person, that's so much more management and less time that the father of Mariah's kids get to see Nick Cannon. Right. And she's like, dude, slow down, you know, and I think it's selfish on his part to continue to breed with different women because he basically what he's saying is, I don't want to be a daddy. I just want to be a breeder. (sighs) That's basically what he's doing. Well, I mean, some people do want to have a lot of children. It's but the confusion. It's that with the different people. The and different what you're people. saying yeah, is, yeah, it yeah. doesn't matter to me, the parenting thing. I just like to screw. Yeah. He's, well, well, he's being honest about it, I guess. Maybe yeah. that's where that goes. Well, I got to say, Diddy is lucky he's not dating Cardi B, because she would not be having it with all these, you know, she would be... I, she'd, she'd go broke uh, ordering some beatdowns because I don't know that I believe that this woman who just gave birth, I think she was his girlfriend. But maybe it ended because he's with, he was like, he wanted to be with the younger. I, I, 
Confusing. Okay, Meghan Markle's ex-BFF, Jessica Moroni. I for, forgot all about this horrible no. lady. No, but she was the one that kind of introduced, wasn't she? She no. wasn't involved in that at no, all. No, no. We, didn't you watch the documentary? Yeah, I did. Yeah, no, Jessica was not involved. She tried to take claim for it. This is where I think she and Meghan kind of fell out. She was sort of like really... Big embiggening herself about how important she was to Megan, and they were just like, okay, she's doing too many little paid stories mm-hmm. about, and I think that's where their follow came from. I think so. Anyway, she she posted just this on Instagram after Harry and Megan became the best viewed, most viewed docu series ever on netflix right best thing i ever did was learn how to move without the crowd and she also got uh canceled because she got in a very nasty fight and it got very race racial on her part she did. and she, she was canceled big time yeah I know. so yeah is she trying to float back in on megan's coattails here maybe yeah maybe that's it i don't remember me i know <laughs> oh, Julia and I do. We don't remember anything good, Jessica. She still lives in Toronto. Yeah. Remember, she tried to be, a, um, she was a correspondent on GMA, I think, for a while, or tried to yes. do something, and they... Very unlikable and phony. I didn't have that reaction. I don't remember a reaction. I don't remember her enough to have that sort of a reaction. She didn't do that many things, but yeah. she was kind of pretentious, and morning TV viewers are not for pretentious no. people in the morning. We need relatable, nice, somebody that we, you know, like. Like Savannah looks so cute. She looked like she was going to a party with a leather jacket and a fluffy skirt she on in her so hair cute. and a ponytail. Who doesn't so want cute. to dress like right. that? So we cute. want relatability, yeah. not pretension. And that Jessica came off very la-di-da. So tell everyone how Harry and Meghan met. He saw her Instagram. They were going. He was probably with a friend going through who are the hot chicks that you know are women of that might be. We actually might know someone who knows somebody. Mm-hmm. And she was in that. Remember when the she, dog? It was a Snapchat picture that I feel like she took a picture and posted on Instagram. Of yes, her yeah. With the dog ears because you used to do all these Snapchats yeah, where yeah, you put yeah. on the cute cat face or the yeah. dog face. And he was just like, "Oh, who's that?" And <laughs> people were like, "That's Meghan Markle. She's the gal from Suits." And somebody knew her, and she was coming to Wimbledon. And basically, whoever this person was, and they don't who really was say. They don't say. That's why I'm wondering. But who- it was because it was like a. He saw her on Instagram. Right. This is really how, and he it liked was, what he saw, and then they knew somebody who knew, and then he probably did a little, you know, she's an actress, she's got a thing. She right. seemed to have her own act together, and I think that's kind of what Harry was looking for, because he sort of dated the same types of women, mm-hmm. fellow British aristocrats and royal adjacent people. Because they... They got the system. Well, they were all yeah. in the same circle. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. maybe one of his friends said, hey, you know, there's a whole other world out there, you know, on Instagram. Have you and- seen the Snapchat yeah, cuties? Yeah, right. Have, Have you seen, seen the dogs on Snapchat? Right. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. And Do you was- still Snap? Is Snap even around? You know. I- Did Snap turn into something else? No, I think Snapchat? It- yeah. Oh, it's still around. It's Is still it? around. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, my there's a couple nieces that I'm a Snapchatter with. Snap. Oh, snap. snap.
little snapping. All right, we call it snatch. I yeah. know you do. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. On that note. Yeah. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. Hey.